Previously on Quest Friends. The Jagged Dream has been working since I was born to make a war that no one could escape and that would never end. About five years ago, they had this massive coup of Anquin, and from what I can tell, are trying to get a war between them and the Paranthian Empire brewing. It's no secret that ever since Empress Chaladian III inherited the throne of the Paranthian Empire, she's been looking to reconquer the neighboring countries the Empire used to rule, Anquin included. Uh, Chaladian will slowly take a bite of cookie, which is like a frosted sugar cookie, and chew it slowly. And an unscrutable expression comes across her face. <gasps> it says here there's a discount for both. <laughs> the only thing keeping this world together is the peace between Charmande and Key. Sure thing. So just to be clear, we're going to see your Aunt Ramya at the University of Key to try to get your uh, Brackleberry Brigade secret recipe. We are not the head diplomats. No. I think she was really excited to not deal with the school for a while and to be on the airship. So I don't have any way of contacting her. I set the engine to blow up, you should let them know that I set the engine to blow up. Oh my god, you're right. Sarah set the engine to blow up. We still did somewhat fail to prevent a war. This, and she points to all the burning rubble around you, is what one might call a national crisis. So, you know, there's work to be done. Imagine a gavel sound. Your concerns have been noted, Queen Armalu. In fact, your concerns are precisely the reason Anquan called this summit in the first place. If my concerns had been noted, they wouldn't be here! The woman speaking looks to be approximately 200 years old, and points fiercely at several orbs hanging in the air across from her. Look at them hanging in the air like that! You know what else hangs in the air like that? Clouds, like the kind they sent to Charbon Day. The orbs pull back a bit in a way that implies pearl clutching. <laughs> How do we know you aren't flinging tasteless accusations to veil any suspicions that might otherwise fall on you? You have some explaining to do regarding Key University's semester at Sky Airship exploding midair. You're telling us you had nothing to do with that tasteless display? The gavel sounds again. Gavel, gavel, gavel. <laughs> Although the woman holding the gavel has given no outward signs of losing her composure, it's easy to tell by looking in her eyes that she is getting close to wanting to use the gavel on something other than the table. As I believe I've explained more than once, the spider clouds in Charmande and the prodigious in Key were not caused by your nations, but by a terrorist group called the Jagged Dream. The Dragon Dream? A short man who has been fiddling with a lay made of shells starts nervously stroking his beard. We are but a small, peaceful nation. What could the Jagged Dream want with the Sea Kingdom of Gone? Or any of us? A war, your majesty, the woman with the gavel says. As my sources tell me, they've already tried provoking one between Anquan and the Paranthian Empire, one that was foiled by my niece and her... unconventional methods. Empress Shaladian III 
who is impeccably dressed in her imperial robes reserved for matters of state, who has been sitting in rapt attention for the entire meeting, and who has actually been skimming the helpful meeting notes that were handed out at the beginning, looks up from page seven and nods. It would seem that way. Truly, I have much to thank you for, Queen Anastasia. You and your Brackleberry Brigade. Speaking of, might I have another triangle square? This last sentence is directed to you, Aerith, as you are currently standing in the meeting room with a little movable table cart filled with platters of Knights of Anquan cookies. Why are you standing here with a little movable table cart filled with platters of Knights of Anquan cookies? Let's rewind a little bit. I wasn't prepared for this. She wasn't I'm scared. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm afraid and I'm startled. <laughs> Good. This is my plan. Uh, this is the Peace Summit, a meeting for members of the surrounding nations that was called and organized by Ray Brackleberry, the woman with the gavel in that scene just now, who you may remember from the University of Key, but not because you met her there, because you couldn't find her because she was on the prodigious, the university's Semester at Sky flagship. Who you found instead was Shannon Iggins and Charlotte N., and then you had an awkward run-in with the student council that then turned into a heartwarming baking session, and then you inspired this generation of students to fight back against the university's draconian stance on banning books. In fact, you had even asked Anastasia's permission to continue involvement with the University of Key to help the reforms along. Uh, but it turns out, Key didn't like that. Uh, a few days after your adventure at the University of Key, the student body and faculty who've been traveling returned from the prodigious because it exploded. There were no casualties, so everyone returned safely to the university to finish out the school year in peace, only to discover they couldn't really do that because suddenly an efficient, organized, determined body of dissenters was able to actually challenge the regime. And it has just been a nightmare for the Council of Spheres, who were those orbs who are like the ruling power of Key and of Key University. They're ruled by orbs? They're ruled by orbs, yeah. Like ghost like hunters. Ghosty orbs! They originally refused to come to this peace summit unless the Brackleberry Brigade was not in attendance. <gasps> However, Anastasia was like, no. And although she wanted the peace summit to happen, she also wanted to like refuse that request. So she thought of another way in. She had you hired as caterers. Eee. So while Aerith is on hand in the meeting room, Hanalor, Ig, and Alex are hanging out in the kitchen with the person who hired you at Anastasia's request the owner and facilitator of the Dinos, Drive-Ins, and Dives catering hall, <laughs> DJ Blazes! <laughs> Thank you, DJ Blazes. Thank you for bringing oh, us here today. We'll get back to the kitchen folk in a second. <laughs> for now... Can we just say that Hanlor is oh holding Ig back from, like, an open stove? <laughs> it's a very exciting time in TJ Blazes' kitchen. He's having a really great time showing you everything, but we're gonna handle Aerith first, who is the one in the meeting room where this, like, Weird negotiation is happening. So, Arif, Shaladian has just asked you for the triangle square. I will go over and deliver a triangle square. Um, she takes one, is very pleased, and says, thank you. My pleasure. Anastasia is sitting like like Arif would go and hand the cookie to Shaladian. Anastasia's sitting on the other side, and Anastasia's gonna lean over and whisper to Arif, Arif, what, um, what do you think about all this? Do you think this is gonna go anywhere? I fear all sides are a bit too stubborn for any progress. That's what I told Aunt Ramya, but you know, she might be more stubborn than the rest of them. And as she says that, another gavel sound happens in the background. 
If you had all read the meeting notes that I prepared and handed out before the meeting started, I'm sure you'd all have a much better grasp on the situation. And the Sea King of Gone, who was the short man with the beard and the lay made of shells, is like, I never got one. And Ray is like, yes, you did. It's under your beard. A tan little Santa note. He's like a tan. That's exactly how you describe it. A sad little tan, a little Santa. A, a tan little Santa gnome. Yeah, that is difficult once I parse it out. But like, but like nautical. Right. Yeah, no, he's wearing like a Hawaiian shirt. Like it's open, yeah. and his white chest hair is exposed, and he's wearing flip flops. My mental image of him was also the Sultan from Aladdin. That's I just was like. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, this is like, I'm imagining the ele- el- the sultan just like in Hawaii. I'm so glad that got communicated. So while Ray is helping the sea king of gone find like the meeting notes, the meeting's going to continue much like that, Aerith, you're in standby for like a little bit longer, but we will cut back to the kitchen with everybody else. The kitchen is where you all are. You're also there with um Sarah Brackleberry, who is Ray's daughter. Sarah is very, very interested in everything that's metal and shiny in the kitchen. Otherwise, it's a pretty standard catering hall kitchen. Um, It's a lot of like stainless steel appliances and pots and pans hanging around, except that this stuff is called strainless steel because these cooking appliances are made to be so light you can cook anything in them and they'll weigh the same. You know this because TJ Blazes has been telling you all about it for a very long time. He's very proud of it. It's his own invention. TJ Blazes, by the way, if I had to describe him before he speaks because it's... (laughs) Just Guy a couple tries to get his voice is like Guy Fieri. Yeah. It's Guy Fieri, but more. Fieri. <laughs> it's actually Fieri. Is it really? No, Fieri. Just don't, don't correct yourself. <laughs> I don't know. Stop tricking me with your confidence. <laughs> TJ Blaze goes, It's great for heavy foods, you know? Stews, roasts, the like. Strainless steel is the future of adventurous cooking. Adventureless? Adventureless cooking? Adventurous cooking. Oh, oh. That's a good catch. Cooking should never be adventureless. So actually, while you're trying to hold Ig back, TJ is very into letting Ig, like, maneuver around the kitchen. (laughs) Explore. He's he's trying to break my grip. (laughs) All right, fine. It's your kitchen. Ig is, like, kind of making grabby hands. It is your kitchen. I'm just going to step back and I... Is there a fire extinguisher? There's one around. Okay, I'm just going (laughs) to put my hand on it. Just going to be ready. Like, TJ Blazes is into adventurous cooking, but he's also into safe adventurous cooking. <laughs> Fire safety's no joke. You're right. What was that, Emily? So what would happen if I burned it? If you burned stainless steel? Strainless steel? <laughs> yeah. Would it strain? I've never tried it. It's useful for a lot of stuff. I don't know why TJ Blazes became gravelly, but that's just what we're going to go with now. <laughs> his, his voice is, is thick with passion. <laughs> yes, they're so excited. Ig, when they ask whether they can shoot fire, they'll look at Hanalor <laughs> for permission. It's actually, uh, Hanalor is all about respecting uh, the hierarchy of a kitchen. <laughs> so she's like, actually, it's uh, DJ Blaze is the is the chef. So if he's fine with you, who am well, I? Well, yeah, but you're like you you feel like the the one in the room who will. St- who will most likely stop me from making very bad decisions. <laughs> Why don't you walk me through what you think you're about to do? <laughs> well, I think that I'm going to hold up both of my hands and then I am going to turn them to face 
all of the all of the things and then I'm going to put them on fire. I'm going to put my hands on fire and then I'm going to put this the metal on fire is what what my plan was. Okay. So what do you think is going to happen after the metal is on fire? <laughs> well, that's that's why I'm putting it on fire. One thing that's important about scientific experiments is clean access to oxygen. After the oxygen line, to clean access to oxygen, Sarah suddenly just like rolls over and like knocks into Hanalore a little bit and goes, oh. Oh. Eh, we're never going to find out unless we try. I like you. God, Sarah. <laughs> I am massively intimidated. Thank you. <laughs> that means I'm playing her right. <laughs> I fully, I fully just back down. I fully just like, like put my arm, cross my arms in front of myself. Like, I don't so know what to do anymore. I didn't mean that. It's a power play. No, it's, no, no. It's like, oh, okay. I guess this kid is going to boss me around. She's so strong. I believe her. Sarah is very strong. She's very ripped. Um, <laughs> um, and then, and then TJ Blaze is going to interrupt and go, ah, oh, ah, oh, no, no. What I meant. Was like, let's put one in the oven, and then you can put fire in the oven. I know the oven is fire safe, but now we can see how direct flames in direct contact with the strainless steel affect it. Ig, who has realized who's in charge in the room, looks at Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sarah mulls this over for a second. There is like a little bat-like sugar glider type creature on her shoulder. It's very, very cute. Uh, and she turns to it and goes, Ah, what do you think, Chitters? <laughs> <laughs> Chitters goes like, <laughs> It makes little bat noises that aren't those, because that's not the sound that bats make, what I just did. Um, and she's like, yeah, it's fine. Let's do it that way. She's clearly disappointed, but is like, I guess that makes sense. I admire this bat. He has the strength to do what I could not. <laughs> Chitters is the one actually in charge. <laughs> Chitters is in charge. So you can you can proceed with that experiment if you'd like. Alex, are you doing anything in particular while this is happening? Uh, yeah, no, nothing in particular. No, I haven't thought of anything. Okay, just like letting this all unfold. Opening up drawers. Yeah. <laughs> Snooping around. TJ welcomes you to it. He's he's thrilled to have you here. As he actually told all of you when you were all present, like, ah, oh, man, I really admire you guys. You and the and the cookies. The cookies are so good. Do any of you know how to make them? I never try to steal the recipe. You know, I'm honor bound not to. I'm just wondering. Glad that you brought that up. Um, no, I'm uh, just a teamster. <laughs> I made just... cookies once. Nobody died, but um, nobody liked them very much. Ah, that's a shame. But you know. Practice makes perfect. Now let's light this sucker on fire. Oh. Wait, Alex, we're scientists now. You should take notes. You should take notes in your little note. I mean, she has been taking notes. (laughs) (laughs) Take more notes. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know if I can take more notes. I I am taking very detailed documentation of everything. I see. I see. Well, take... the same amount of notes, then. Perfect. I will do that. And Ig is just going to turn around, and I think I have to turn on my Shroud of Flame first. I don't think you I might. have any abilities where I can 
just use my hands. Where you can just like actually firebend. No, you have to be all on fire to be able to do this. The ability of finding right. a match. Great. I'm going to well, flip on the exhaust hood. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> just like when you're getting a little bit too hot. Ig is gonna start themselves on fire, so I'm gonna activate the Shroud of Flame. TJ Blazes was not quite prepared for the Shroud of Flame, like, he thought it was gonna be, like, fire. Like, he knows about you. He did not realize your powers involved lighting your whole body on fire. So he'll, like, jump back a little bit, and that rattles some of the strainless steel from the from the ceiling. His various appliances. And then she's going to start climbing into the oven. Like, she can't fit fully, but they're gonna, like, like start, she's trying like, to, like, squishing in there. To, like, leave some flame behind, right? I think they're just crawling into the oven. You're just crawling into the oven. With the, st- with the strainless steel. Okay. Like, she's not... My concern is that, like, if an active combustion in the oven could be, like, a bomb. Like, you can, like, build up pressure in this oven like a pressure cooker. Well, nobody's nobody's going to close the oven on Ig yes. while she climbs it. Uh, Ig or removes her hand from the door. Ig is just, like, not feeling good about their aim. That's fair. And so they're just going to, like, go in there and grab it instead of shooting anything. Okay. Um. So while you're, like, crawling in, Sarah is just enjoying the hell out of this. And she has independent, like, somehow from off screen gotten one of those little, like, popcorn kettles that has the lid, except that it's Numenera and we replace everything with a different vowel. So what she has is popcorn, and she's gonna, like, pop some popcorn while you while you crawl into <laughs> the oven. There's pepper instead of salt on popcorn. Is she popping it, like, on eggs little feet that are sticking out yeah, of the Yeah, while you go in, just, like, holding it over and, like, it seems to conduct heat well. And then she'll take some out and like offer some to Shitters, who begins eating voraciously out of her hand. Yeah, Ig is just like trying to squish as much fire onto this pot as they possibly can. Okay. The pot does not react, so you just lay there with the pot for however long Ig wants this to happen. Just like the crackling of fire, we're all just watching. <laughs> I don't Waiting. think anything's happening. Yeah, I, I do I don't think anything, nothing exciting is happening. It's a, a high quality pan, uh, Chef DJ Blazes. Should I stay here? Nah, nah, I think we're good. Thank you. Thank you, Hanalore. You know, it took me years to figure this out, but it has really improved my cooking. You know, I mean, like my dinos drive-ins and dives, it's doing okay. And I, it's my life's dream. So I'm just really pleased with it. <laughs> wow. After he says that, you hear like, a service bell go ding 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 from outside and he will turn to Alex and ask would you mind going to see uh what the customer wants i'm going i'm going to help ig out of the oven here <laughs> uh yeah and alex would look uh frantically at her notes on how to be a good waitress or whatever <laughs> how to be a fancy waiter in less than 20 minutes <laughs> <laughs> fine dining and breathing probably has some notes about that i'm sure she does so um alix if you exit from like the kitchen area into the main dining space um the main space of the catering hall looks like every wedding reception space you've ever been to essentially lots of circular tables covered with like nice flowing tablecloths lots of like halfway comfortable upholstered chairs 
um, except that front and center of the space is a small stage housing an animatronic band like you'd find at Chuck E. Cheese, <laughs> but they're oh called but they're called the dinosaurs, <sighs> and they're dinosaurs. The band is led by Etiquette Rex. <laughs> And his friends, nope. the Salad Raptor, and Pterosnackle. Sorry, I'm just... Hold on. I love how you can't kill yourself with your own puns. Wait, that's a Pterodactyl one. Let's say that one again. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The band is led by... I just really like this band, and if anything happens to them, I'm gonna be really sad. Oh, what a tragedy that would be. I'm gonna blow him up immediately. The band is led by... <laughs> by Etiquette Rex and his friends, the Salad Raptor and Terra Snackdle. They're not moving right now because it's between shows. This show is scheduled for later. But this is why it's called Dinos Drive-Ins and Dives. I just like the band. That's it. <laughs> Ellie, what have you done? <laughs> <laughs> I thought of Terrasnackdoll by myself and like fully lost it. <laughs> I just love the word Terrasnackdoll. <laughs> You're actually crying right now, aren't you? I am. Ridiculous dinosaur band. They're <laughs> all just like stiffly holding banjos with their, <laughs> they're with holding, their jaws like, half open. They're not moving. They're just they're so haunting. <laughs> so disturbing. They're in like the front and center of this otherwise nice space. So it's like wedding reception, Ducky Cheese. Are they like technicolors? Yeah, they're like they're like fancy di- They're not like realistic dinosaurs. <laughs> they're just like <laughs> the cartoon dinos. <laughs> oh boy. So the thing that's really throwing me is I thought this kitchen was attached to like where the diplomats are all meeting. It is. I'm sorry. So there's like and the diner's just on the other side of the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, like the kitchen oh serves <laughs> like it will host events like this. The Peace Summit is a big deal for TJ Blazes, uh-huh. and then it also has like that dining center. Oh, like wow. that whole room could be reserved. They haven't. They haven't reserved it really. They're gonna. <laughs> they haven't reserved the whole thing for the Peace Summit. <laughs> well, everybody's gonna come in later, but like for now. So the Peace Summits. Being okay, held at okay. a Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Do you dare impugn the honor of oh Chef DJ Blazes in his own house? I urge you to reconsider. Okay, so that's what the main space looks like. Alex, you approach the table from where the bell sounds. Can I say that before she does, she just mutters to herself, what a terrible taste when she sees the dinosaur band. That's perfectly fine. <laughs> Yes, terrible, terrible taste. As you whisper this, the person wasn't facing you, but then the person who rang the bell and called for wait service turns around, puts her feet up on the table, her heely clad feet, Ugh. and she oh. is sucking down a drink <laughs> that is about empty. Hey, Alex. <laughs> what are you doing here? Man, the service here is so slow, but I guess I did specifically ask for you, so that tracks. You know, it's funny, when I when I was saying just now that there was terrible taste, I was exclusively saying it about you in case you heard me. Just that there's no uh, misunderstandings as to what I was referring. You always mutter to yourself like that? <clears throat> well, uh, that's irrelevant to this conversation. 
I would say it's very relevant because I asked the question. That's exactly why it's irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Madeline will like lower her eyes at you, continue sucking at her almost empty drink, which I prepared as a prop. Alex <laughs> <laughs> will meet, meet her gaze. How's the peace summit going? I mean, I wasn't invited to it, so I wouldn't know. Oh, well, it's going quite, quite wait, well, wait. if I may say so myself. Wait, wait. <laughs> She's the chief, di- chief diplomat. She's head diplomat, and she, and she Why wasn't- Why is she not invited? She's been demoted. She's just at dinos, drive-ins, and dives <laughs> for pleasure. She took a vacation day. She's like, that's like literally why she's not there because she had taken a vacation day. She's not even supposed to be in the country right now. Oh, but also, like Anastasia and Ray are both there representing Anquan, so like she wasn't. My blanket fort is good for for dabbing tears of laughter. <laughs> Alex is going to to lean at her over like well, like leaning on the table. And be like, oh, it is it is going quite well, if I say so myself. Uh, mainly because only the best diplomats are in charge of it. And then as a power move, if she is not holding, or if, if Alex is a, in close proximity to whatever Madeleine is drinking, she's gonna take a sip of it. <laughs> the straw. <laughs> and she just takes it out of Madeleine's hand. There's only the one straw, so... I know. <laughs> without, without taking her gaze, she's gonna do that, obviously. Just while it's still in her hand, like, just move the straw over and, like, like an inch from her face. Madeline looks at you. Could cut the tension with a knife. Yeah, are you taking it from her, or are you just leaning in <laughs> and <laughs> drinking from where it is? Just leaning in and drinking and then leaning in. <laughs> That's what That's I was so much better. You would You're say. so bent like, at the waist. Really, really slowly without like taking her gaze. Yeah. Madeline will just watch you drink from her almost empty drink and go, it's gone. It's gone. That's why I'm asking for a new one. And then she like reaches off screen and pulls a menu and is like flipping through it furiously. You have, you have um flustered her a little bit. And then she's looking and she's like, I can't decide if I want the meat right, which is the perfect amount of meat, or the meteor right, which is a more perfect amount of meat. Bring 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 me bring me both of them. <laughs> Alright, as long as you're paying for them, then that is fine for me. No, she's gonna wait until you walk away. Yeah, she's gonna like walk up in reverse at first and then <laughs> in just reverse. turn around. I'll open the kitchen door for her. <laughs> And then as you're walking away, she'll shout, If you're good, I'll give you a really good tip! Oh! Oh, I'm always good! They're just gonna, <laughs> that voice is just going to come out, out from inside the kitchen with the door open. Like, she's just not even swinging doors. anymore. Yeah. Gotta have the last word. After she yells, I'm always careful, there comes the sound of a push <laughs> where egg was by the oven. <laughs> Oh no. You were tabletopped by egg coming out of the oven. It turns out that strainless steel does react to fire. It's just very, very delayed. <laughs> and it actually imploded a little bit. It didn't oh like God. explode. It just like crumpled in on itself. And TJ will look at that and go, huh, that's interesting. And Sarah will pick it up and like throw it on the floor to see if there's any like if it rebounds. difference. Yes. It just stays there. It makes like a like a really sad cling like not a satisfying cling just a sad one as if all of its spirit has been taken away well that's no good 
Yeah, Arif, you're back now. You have been dismissed from oh, like the okay. meeting. Um, so you can re-enter the kitchen, and now you're all in the kitchen together. Hi, Arif. Hi. Hello. Did I miss anything interesting? We found out that strainless steel is a deeply hazardous product to have in your home. Ig has launched themselves at Arif, by the way. Oh my goodness. Arif will embrace it and gently hug them back. Unless she gets literally toppled over, but you know. But yeah, Arif may have been knocked over. <laughs> That's fine. Shooting like a rocket out of the oven. Wait, how high is Arif's might? Uh, good question. <laughs> Not very. That will answer. <laughs> oh, I, I, I made it 18. Oh, Arif can catch Ig. She'll catch him, give him a little friendly pat on the back, and she doesn't plan on buying any stainless steel for her home in the future, then. <laughs> oh, I would really recommend that you do not. No no offense, Chef DJ Blazes. So, really quick question. Are you, like, a DJ? <laughs> when are you... When do you have the time in your in your restaurateur lifestyle to be a DJ? Well, my name's actually TJ. Oh. <laughs> but DJ Blazes is a really good idea because I've got my dinosaurs. You're what? I look out the window at the, <laughs> the, the horrifying monsters. And I'm just like, oh, that's a fine thing to do with mechanical objects. I sat with them for a while. It made me happy. Yeah, me too. When I get down and just go sit with Etiquette Rex and his pals. Oh, yeah. What did that customer want? Uh, she's going to say the order. Meteorite. Meteorite. Uh, ah, the, the meteorite. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. And he will start cooking that one because he's the he's the actual chef. Okay, yeah, she, she's asking for all of them, and then she's gonna be... She, she's going to add another menu item just because I came up with this pun, and I oh, want to use no. it. She's gonna be like, and can it have also a side of try love bites for the house? It's <laughs> little pieces of my soul. There they Was go. it try low bites or try love bites? Try love bites. They're little hard cookies. Bites, yes. They're like little hard desserts. Three three of them. <laughs> Hold on. And you just, he's going to start cooking those too. Yes. Is this just Cookie Crew 3, the pun? The pun brigade? The, just, ugh. I genuinely didn't mean for it to happen. But then I don't remember why I decided that TJ Blazes needed an animatronic band. But I thought of Etiquette Rex and then I was like, well, he needs friends. I love this band. Mr. TJ, how do you operate these um, techno dinos? Well, they have a show about every hour, but I can also manually start them from here in the kitchen. And he'll signal to like, there's just like a little control panel for like start show and show and then a whole bunch of other buttons that are labeled things that you can read but don't make sense to you <laughs> blues like it's just different styles of music that it can play like there's like blues jazz k-pop like all that kind of good stuff. there better be a birthday one <gasps> hey uh alex i have a truly fantastic idea what if it was a special someone's special birthday <laughs> <laughs> She's just gonna like open her mouth wide and then smile really like skimmingly. I'm just gonna start activating it and like typing it in so <laughs> like it'll be playing like happy 45th birthday to you, which is something very rude. <laughs> oh my god, yes. Happy
happy 70th birthday to you. It's not, it, this is this is not protected anymore, this song, so we're allowed to sing it now. <laughs> okay. Happy dinosaur birthday to you. It's your dinosaur birthday, dinosaur old person. She's also going to hint it to TJ Fieri so that, <laughs> or whatever, <laughs> whatever his name is. TJ Blazes. So that he. The DJ blazes so that he organizes other waiters to also come into Madeline's table with, like. Oh, yeah. A, a little. Maybe putting a candle on top of the try love bite as a, <laughs> as a birthday. Yes. Uh, thing. I'm gonna get a candle on top of him. Yeah. Or no, put like 50 candles or something. <laughs> something <laughs> that just. Yeah, 70 candles or, or a number 70 or something. Here, Ig, Ig, I have the perfect job for you, buddy. Ig, would you like to light it? <laughs> <laughs> Can I light them? Light it at the table. Fully turning our backs on the peace conference, not looking in to find out what's going on, <laughs> focused on the other end of the restaurant and these dino robots. That's perfectly fine. Arif's got her duplicate somewhere just <laughs> at the door. You have your shadow just like hanging out, recording what's happening. It's just hiding in somebody else's shadow. Oh. <laughs> just kind of chilling. It's mostly just like gamble noises. <laughs> Write down what's happening. Uh, so you're you're prepping all this stuff for Madeline. Yes. <laughs> Do you want it uh, lit before or after you take it out? Yeah, you're right. Be ready to light it. I say at the table. Well, no, we have to bring it out like like a like a sizzler plate. <laughs> so it's like we come out of the, the kitchen with this huge plate of lit candles to humiliate her the whole walk there. I mean, no, we 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 can. We don't want to actually cause an irredeemable accident. Just like a <laughs> just like a, a little little joke. That's all. But we don't want a fire hazard in the in her face. If Hanalor's distracted, Ig is gonna turn over to Arif and just like whisper, is like together love? Uh are they in love? Most days I wonder myself. Okay, just checking. <laughs> Would Alex be within the earshot to hear that? Um make it make it make make a roll for me. You have you have perception, right? I am, I am, uh, theoretically, uh, I am, uh, according to the ability that you gave me and then regretted giving <laughs> me, I, I am trained in, in perception. You are specialized in perception now. Yeah. It just had a hard time understanding their relationship last time, and I feel like they haven't gotten it yet. I mean... Oh my god, I rolled, I rolled a 19. <gasps> you, you... You over here, because Ig's whisper is more of a stage whisper. Yeah. <laughs> Ig doesn't really know how to whisper. Alex, she's not going to reply to that, but she's just gonna, like, tense up and just, like, <laughs> blush real, like, hard for a little bit and then try to keep it down a bit. To make it even worse, Ig is, like, making hard yes. signs <laughs> as they're asking, like, with their pointer fingers. The residue of the flame is still like, <laughs> like making flame hearts yes. in the air. It's a little smoke. She's gonna pretend because I, I assume she's like, like she was doing other things, so she's just gonna pretend that she's not, not <laughs> has noticed what happened, even though she has. Good, because Ig thinks she's being sneaky. 
<laughs> All right. So you, Hanalore, you're queuing up the happy 70th birthday dinosaur. Happy 70th birthday dinosaur. <laughs> and because you can communicate with machines. I'm just going to say that you do that then. <laughs> okay. And then who are you all going out with like a sizzler planner <laughs> for birthday? Oh gosh, no. I feel like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this, this is, is all Alex. Alex. <laughs> I'm going to like look through like the dinosaur's eyes. <laughs> I was going to say, as she leaves, just like, so Arif knows that she's out of earshot, she's going to go back to Ig and say, let's just say, I've seen subtler relationships from high schoolers. <laughs> We've just fully gone off the rails and are deeply invested in this side plot. That's happening. Uh, and Alex at Lever's the Fush is going to be like, oh, that's right. It's your birthday today, isn't it? But like really, really loud so that everybody can hear it in the restaurant. <laughs> your side series GM, here to thank you for listening to The Cookie 3 Part 1, and to remind you that the rest of this four-part series will be airing every other Monday through June and a little bit of July instead of the main campaign. After this series comes the finale material, so enjoy this while you can. In the meantime, if you're hankering for some additional Quest Friends content, you can always check out our Patreon. The $5 a month tier will get you a monthly short story written by one of us, and the $10 a month tier will get you a little zine form that features the story, some art by Emily, and some cute extra stuff that we come up with. Uh, there are more tiers than just those two, so if you want to see what else we have to offer, you can go to patreon.com slash questfriends. Speaking of Emily's art, they have an art stream pretty regularly on Twitch. Uh, most Tuesdays at 6pm CDT, Emily will spend an hour or so drawing on stream and interacting with the chat. It is very fun and very relaxing. I really like watching people draw, so this is this is my cup of tea. And if it sounds like your cup of tea also, you can go to twitch.tv questfriends and subscribe to be notified when we go live. As always, thank you again for listening, whether you listen to just the Cookie Crew side series or this and the main campaign. As we head into finale territory, we have been reflecting on how thankful we are for our listeners and our fans who like what we do in this podcast. So seriously, thank you. And with that, back to the story we go. looks around goes no no it's not what it what are you no it's not it's not my you know what my birthday is <laughs> she looks at the creepy dinosaur all the other dinosaurs are like regulars like they will look up at the dinosaur band but like they know what this dinosaur band is <laughs> and uh madeline's looking around and like the thing about madeline is that she really likes attention if it's the if if she's in charge of it it's on her terms she's not it's exactly I want to see if I can use crowd control to make the crowd, in addition Ooh. to the dinosaurs, sing <laughs> alongside the dinosaurs. Happy birthday! <laughs> 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 <laughs>
God, this is like my personal nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. Give me a d20. Are you putting any effort in or anything? I'm going to spend two levels of effort because why not? (laughs) Okay. Got to. So let me see. They're at the place where they pull each other's pigtails. And that might be useful because I rolled an eight, so... You rolled an eight? Yeah. Okay, so with an eight, one person in the background who's just really here for this starts singing along (laughs) and then notices that nobody else is singing along and then, like, quiets down and goes back to their meal. This is kind of funny, too. Madeline is glaring daggers at you. I imagine that Alex is, like, looking around and trying to get people to join. So, like, every time you, like, meet Madeline, like, when you go back to meet Madeline's eyes, she's just, like, so angry. Uh, furthermore, she's also very close to you. It's one of those, like, oh, God! <laughs> You're there! Type of transitions. She is actually gonna grab you by, like, the front of your shirt. <gasps> and... I'm gonna lower the dinosaur music. I'm gonna raise the jazz. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Pull you down to sit next to her and be like, sit down before you embarrass yourself. I'm a dinosaur. Uh, Alex will like still smirk and be like, oh well, I guess it's not my fault that only I here care about your birthday. I will never forget it. As she leans closer to her. Do you want to share this piece of child love bite with me? The dinosaur's eyes, like, focus in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Madeline will, um, at, oh, it seems that only I care about your birthday. She'll, like, scoff a little bit. And then start, she, she almost announces to the room, it's not actually my birthday, don't worry. But she uh, stops herself because you just offered to share a trial of bite, and yeah. she will do that with you. So Alex <laughs> and Madeline are just like having sharing this dinosaur. They're having a date. <laughs> They're eating heart-shaped <laughs> cheese cookies. Congratulations, <laughs> Cookie Crew! You made this happen. <laughs> it's like there's no higher. <laughs> oh yes. Just a crisp high fives all around, everybody. <laughs> DJ <laughs> is so happy that his food helped bring two people closer together. Well, that one that be, sure. like helped, you know. I, it's it's funny that he thinks that. <laughs> yeah, you definitely laid the groundwork here, Chef TJ. <laughs> I mean, they're sharing dry love bites. Yeah, they're sharing dry love bites. And he'll comment like, "I love when people share dry love bites." Over <laughs> your bones, TJ. You're, you're, you're scaring me. No, no, the band's really loud. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Just like a pterodactyl with a tambourine. Yes, and going like, ah! like making speeches while he's hitting oh the tambourine. What was up, Ari? And I was gonna say if I could spin it when she said like, oh, just like just uh, share trilobite with me or whatever. She like grabbed a piece with her fork and just shot it on her mouth. <laughs> it's like, and she says that it's like a romantic share. You're just like eat it. <laughs> Tapping it in her mouth. (laughs) Wait, are you feeding it to her? Are you feeding it to yourself? I think I misunderstood. (laughs) Okay. Most aggressive lady in the tramp. (laughs) Which means that when Alex was like about to say something, but you offered a try love bite, it was because you literally put it in her mouth and she couldn't say the thing that she was going to say. Oh boy. Should I bring out their 
medium meat and meteor plates. Luckily, uh, someone had the fortitude to order two plates for this one. Mm. <laughs> Looks like Madeline was in on it as was well. Plan all along? I'm gonna go out wearing a mustache. I just <laughs> you can where are you wearing it? You just produced a mustache. That's okay. TJ Blazes has a whole trunk of them. It's all good. Yeah, it's just it's just a crude. Mu- I didn't change anything else about myself. I don't say anything. I just <laughs> deliver the meals. The band's really hopping tonight. <laughs> and then I go back in. It's really hopping. Yeah. Oh boy. Um, now they're the band is playing Baker Street, but it's Dinosaur Street, <laughs> and like the the guitarist is somehow making the trumpet sound. <laughs> <laughs> It's actually a really good animatronic match. Anybody would give it a chance. I was imagining the yes. one from the Goofy movie that is just... That's fair. That's a reasonable. The one that's like falling apart. Yeah, the possum one. Um, Back in... Hanalore, are you outside? I delivered their food, and then I went back into the kitchen to stare through the dinosaur's eyes. Okay. Uh, Madeline is just... is is. Alix is capturing her full attention, so she didn't even notice you. Perfect. Because <laughs> she and Alix are, like, fighting with their mouths full and other out in the front room. In the kitchen, Arif, Sarah will turn to you and go, How's it going in there? About as well as to be expected. There's no progress on any front. Ah, uh, yeah, that makes sense. That's what I told my mom, you know, and Anna. Anna. I said, I said, I don't know what that was. And Anastasia. I said, it's your baby nickname for it's it. not going to be any use. You're just going to have to use that gavel a lot. And it sounds like she is. Yes, well, maybe it'll at least put them at peace for a while. At peace. Isn't that the whole the whole point? <laughs> yes, but I mean more that they'll be satisfied when nothing gets done that they at least got to talk about it. Political burn. Uh, I don't understand this kind of stuff. And she's going to go up and just bang a few more pots. Like this. <laughs> She's an engineer, but she makes things work by just hitting them a lot. <laughs> by just beating them into submission. Ig watches Sarah do this and then starts going and banging pots. Oh, are you imitating her? Sarah's the boss. <laughs> she'll, she'll like reach over. Yeah. <laughs> she'll like reach over with Ig and be like, nah, nah, bang it this way. It makes a better sound. Arif's going to say, don't, don't forget to take notes, Ig. Yeah, yeah. Notes are like 50% of science. They're fine. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like yeah. 30%. But, like, it's an important 30%. I can't take notes and hit things at the same time. And, and Alex, I usually get paper from her, but she's busy being maybe in love. And so I'm just gonna hit him. That works, too. Don't forget to write down what you can remember afterwards. <laughs> I'm not gonna remember no. anything. <laughs> Should should we be serving the peace uh, committee? Do you think their glasses are getting empty? <laughs> oh yeah, do we have job? We're supposed to be doing stuff. You have jobs, and because you would know what the jobs would entail, unlike what I didn't tell you anything about yeah, the session, no, and just threw you in. I'm wearing an apron. <laughs> like yeah, you're all dressed like nicely. You can go in and out with like your little carts of like cookies and stuff, and then there are the snacks. There's like a bowl of punch. Um, you can go in and out at your leisure. Mostly, it's kind of like when you're when you're a waitress. I used to be a waitress at a baseball stadium for like the suites that were upstairs. Forgot about that. And you just yeah, it was it, you just keep people liquored up. <laughs> Essentially, you just you just come back every twenty minutes, and then they ask for more wine, and you're like, okay. Or you come back every 20 minutes and they're like, no, we're good. And you're like, I'll stop bothering you then. So this is essentially like that. It's kind of a loose, as long as you check in from time to time, like you're good. 
All right, I'll put in my shift, Arif. I'm going to put my mustache back on. <laughs> like, nobody I'm wearing knew black, you don't need to I'm wearing, a, like, a black coveralls and an a-, a white apron over it. Like, you did you, have you been wearing those coveralls the entire time? Anastasia doesn't give a shit about, like, what you wear. Yeah, I wore my formal coveralls. <laughs> they are crisp. They are, like, perfectly pressed down the middle, like, like men's dress pants. God, it's so classy. Oh boy. Yeah, you can go ahead and um, take a shift. Yeah, I'm just making a run. Um, when you go in, about the same stuff that was happening with Aerith is happening. Ray Brackleberry saying things like, If you would just check page six, <laughs> you would see that question has already been answered. And she is like, quickly losing steam. The Seeking of Gone is just confused as he was before, like, but like permanently befuddled. Shaladian is being very polite and attentive. Anastasia is being almost as polite and attentive, but not quite. In fact, she and Shaladian are like passing notes back and forth to each other. The orbs and the other queen are like. Can I look at the orbs? You can look at the orbs. Do you want to like? Are you looking for anything specific? I'm, I'm just gonna pull up next to them and just like, are they just like colorful orbs? Or are their faces inside? Like it's a FaceTime thing. They are. Imagine like a pearl necklace that has been disconnected so pearls but then they're bigger and then they're floating (laughs) they're essentially floating pearls but i imagine like more see-through like like clear but not see-through like um silvery like a jellyfish yeah like a jellyfish okay do they are they taking cookies yeah orbs can eat cookies you hold (laughs) one out and then it just floats and then suddenly disappears That was that was really way more upsetting than I thought it would be. <laughs> they take them without thanking you. Well, that's fine. Because they were the ones who like didn't want you here. Yeah. So to be clear, like I'm going by Anastasia. Like, okay, so the orbs and your aunt are the anti-book weirdos, right? I'm saying this through lowering my voice, <laughs> through my my bristling mustache. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, Aunt Ramia was never anti-book. That's just a key thing. She actually helped a lot of students get um, contraband, I guess you would call it. She just worked for Key University because it is somehow one of the best universities in Western Numenera. Keep hearing that. Well, do you need anything? We're getting pretty good at uh, tri-love bites in there. What are tri-love bites? What, Madeline's here? Uh... Yeah, she's over by the dinosaurs. <laughs> Didn't you hear? It was her birthday a few minutes ago. Big 7-0. <laughs> That's great for Madeline. <laughs> Anastasia, like, without missing a beat, she'll go along with this. And then says, um, ask Madeline if she remembers what Charmande did to Key 47.8 years ago. And use that exact number because they are very, very intent. 47, say it one more time. 47.8. Very good, madam. I refill her punch glass and walk stiffly back to the kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 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 The rustling of my coveralls as I go. The classy rustling. And then I'm just going to like drop off the cart and turn to go talk to Madeline. Okay. Good luck getting between her and Alex. Arif, are you going with or are you staying in the kitchen? Who, me? You and Ig. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Mr. You can just hang out in the kitchen if you want. I just want to be clear where everybody is. Yeah, 
I mean, yeah. if Hannah Lord, like lets us know that she's going to go ask her Madeline a question. Yeah, I just shove the cart through the partially open door. Let's <laughs> just pass it to you. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> we don't know. Yeah, I guess we'll just wait. <laughs> I lay my finger to the side of my nose. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Ing shakes their head in complete confusion. Arif's <laughs> just shrugging. <laughs> Touches her nose. That's right. That's exactly right. And turns to Aerith. Aerith's gonna shrug again. <laughs> just That's my lifestyle. And just keeps touching it and looking at Aerith, waiting for a better answer. All right. I'm gonna go up to Madeline. Excuse me, madam. <laughs> What's this short water? And then I'm gonna hold up uh, what what I wrote down. Ari, what is the situation between Madeline and Alex right now? If Alex does see, like, if Alex see Handler ap- approach, I-, I mean, I don't know, would I be able? I feel like the is the costume too obvious. Like, <laughs> it is literally I, I, just a mustache, is from what I understand. <laughs> so you don't need to roll with a mustache because if she does, she's going to like immediately just, like, <clears throat> like, like, like uh, elbow <laughs> Madeline to like. Madeline was going off on something. She didn't even notice. Um, she was like, yeah. And then they were like, well, we have to vote. Well, we only vote for you if we like you. And I was like, what kind of reasoning is that? <laughs> and then you'll nudge her and she'll look over at Handler and go, oh, I forgot you were here. What's with the mustache? You're welcome. The is what uh, was this? I don't know what you mean. Was this your order, ma'am? And I hold up. <laughs> what i wrote down and i wrote from anastasia below it she'll take the paper screw her face up a little bit while she's looking at it and say well this is why you bring your head diplomat along (laughs) so that you can answer the questions but she will like rip out she'll like take out a pen and start writing down the answer and then fold it back up and hand it back to you she's actually she actually will spend a minute trying to fold it into something that resembles a plane, but she can't quite get it. So then it's just like this crumpled, almost triangle shape <laughs> that she just like thrusts back into your hands. Does it look like a triangle square? <laughs> I just stare bravely ahead. Can they like, if, she, if she's doing that, can she just like side-eye look at her and be like, do you need help with that? I don't need help with anything. I don't know what you're talking about. Hmm. And she's just gonna like, right next to her, take a blank piece of paper from her notebook and start... Very slowly <laughs> making a paper airplane. <laughs> Folding a better one. I love it. <laughs> the power play. The power play. Okay. Hanalore, as you are um making your way back to the kitchen, the front door is just like slam open. <laughs> and in comes just a gaggle of customers. The gaggle of customers are all men who are wearing like basketball shorts and sandals even though it's like 30 degrees out and they also have tank tops emblazoned with a logo that says Angulin Knights um they're all wearing like what look like aviators and they're all just talking to each other like it's loud they've got manly loud voices and they know that what they're saying is important the things that they're saying are like Pulp Friction is the best right. movie like right. I love it so much <laughs> and somebody else is like yeah I got a new PS box and it's really really good better than Flintendo <laughs> and then um, one of them who looks like maybe a little bit different like his he's got bright pink hair anime rules he's got bright pink hair he will sees what is clearly a professional waiter 
with her mustache. <laughs> he sees what is clearly a professional waiter with her mustache. <laughs> and he... <laughs> he will snap and say, Oh, we can just sit down anywhere, right? Does, is there a sign that says, wait to be seated or seat yourselves? There isn't? Yes, I literally don't care. <laughs> you can sit wherever you could leave. You could leave. Ah, perfect. Thanks. And then they will sit down and they take up like two or three tables. Like this is clearly an order. Yeah, like for whatever reason, they need to have their legs spread really wide. <laughs> it's weird. Oh, yeah, yeah. They are man spreading badly. Like they could maybe take up two tables, but they have four. But they are clearly like an organization. They are here together and um, they are going to want to be served. So hope everybody is ready to play Diner Dash. Because that is essentially what this is going to be. Oh no. What? Oh no. Oh no. Uh. friction as well which is a single linear movie about an orange salesman and his quest for pulp free orange juice <laughs> his name is quantum turpentino <laughs> quantum turpentino quantum turpentino is the most <laughs> the most talented director of our age it's so good that was not their voice i don't know what voice that was but it wasn't theirs <laughs>